The record button has been pressed, so it is time for... Going somewhere. Joel's finding the flow. Like, real philosophical sort of discussions. You know when people get high? <laughs> it's pure Joel. Don't count your fans before they hit. <laughs> but we hit a flow in the conversation. Um, I think I'm open I mean, your mind head. with. I think I'm gonna hit. Finding the flow with Joel Franklin. No guests today. No guests today. In the following flow moment, there will be nothing said that is truthful. Hey guys, how you doing out there? You know, have you ever just got the feeling that you just want to fucking take a knife and just stab yourself right in the belly? Maybe right in the chest? If you, just to see if you really could do it? Have, uh... Hey guys, I mean, has there ever been a time in the past where, or or even maybe right now, where you were in a crowd of people and you thought, hmm, maybe I could uh, strap a bomb to myself and uh, see how many people I could blow up. They'll never suspect me because I'm just, you know, a, 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 like a good looking white guy. Did you ever get that feeling? Hey guys, did you ever, uh, did you ever feel like murdering everyone you know by getting them together for a party that's all for you so that you can basically bring all the closest people in your life and then poison them all with the fruit punch? <laughs> um, hey guys. Have you ever wanted to grab a rifle and shoot someone in the head? <laughs> oh, hey, have you? Have you ever thought of that? Hey guys, um, did you ever think about what it would be like to put nails through someone's fingers? Or to decapitate someone by slowly cutting at their neck and listening to them scream until... Oh no, no more screaming. Hey guys, have you ever thought of that? You know, it's not easy to get on the news when you do good things. But when you do bad things, it's pretty damn easy. And you get on the news right away. If you kill yourself, front pages. So yeah. Have you ever had that feeling? End scene. Alright. <laughs> Welcome to Finding the Flow with Joel. Um, raw and in charge. So yeah, that was... um. That was, you know, just to make it more clear that there was no truthful statements ever. I don't even know. I mean, maybe maybe even if you say that, it still is so offensive that, uh, I don't know. But um, I thought that would be a good stand-up bit, but it would be, you know, for like a controversial show or something like that. Um, so anyways, 
how y'all doing out there? Um, I am keeping it going. Uh, I think I'm motivated by this new studio I'm in. Uh, but uh, today's podcast is going to be private, so um, I I feel like uh, since I've been in the studio and the studio's connections where I work, I better start you know making these private just to just to keep things under wraps. You know you don't want something bad spreading in such a large span of a, a community. So so I might I might be changing things. I'll be making most of my shows private. I'm not sure about that. But I think that that's a good thing. I actually think that I might even separate these my podcasts into sections and some sections will be public and some pre- sections will be private. Um and maybe some will be private for different types of people. Who knows? It'll be really special to be listening to my podcast, right? You gotta be in the club that knows the links. But uh, you know, things like that. That's the thing. I give I give one guy a leak and I, I trust all these this tight tight knit group, you know. But uh who knows who might be giving a link to someone of those private links, you know what I mean? And things spread. And then you get in trouble. Social suicide. We, you know, um Dan was kinda saying something about that with Facebook and I, I agree. Facebook is different now, but um, it has to be applauded how it has managed to invite the everybody, um, invite every age group, or, or at least has expanded the age group of people that can use computers by far. Um, I mean, there's always the fringe people, but like Facebook has like now there's a pretty much a presence of people up to about the age 65 maybe that's pretty strong presence i mean my parents are are both pushing 70 and they're they're on it so uh so that's a lot of pre- you know that puts a lot of pressure cuz there they are they're those parents you know having their judgments and everything or um what whatever you know not supposed to do certain things in front of them and so yeah you can't make public statements as easily anymore there used to be kind of an internet culture. It was just, you know, anyone that could uh, get on the internet kind of understood what they were getting into. And they had a, had a you know, you have like a little bit of a tougher skin in the internet. And you, you can take, um, you know, controversial stuff a little easier. But now the parents are, are there. Fucking it up. For everyone. So we can't have a podcast that we feel free to say what we want. What the fuck, man? All right, so um, moving on. The sound sounds great. I love this microphone. It's um, it's really it. Does, I don't think it's a very expensive mi- microphone. It's M Audio. I don't see the the, um, y- you know the. What do you call it? The brand name or the device i can't remember I'll, I'll get back to that so anyways by the way that reminds me of some of the, the podcasts from before like I, I loved everyone's like um it was so so fun to see everyone being vulnerable and like forgetting something on the radio and just let or on the podcast and just letting it go i love that um chris had a few of those dan had a few of those that just like what the fuck what's the word for that what was that name you know i love it uh, so, 
moving on, I think. I think, right? Are we moving on? Yeah, we are. So, life on the brink of disaster follow-up, I wrote down. So, um, Danny Boy has uh, been talking back to me. I love Dan's uh, follow-up. I think he is, he is um, you know, able to bring something forward when he feels like it really is, uh, you know... Uh, or, or no, he's just not, not afraid to f- say how he feels, and I, sh- I think is is great, you know. And maybe that's something that's that's specifically for this little tight knit, um, you know, podcast. But I, I I like that, um, ability to do that, and I like I I don't know, I just like that. So I um, uh, was gonna say about the. L- l- like society or whatever being on the brink of disaster. I think, you know, there's a sort of attitude that has grown out of like life being the way it is, especially in America, maybe. I don't know. I mean, America's all I know, but there is this seemingly, you know, there's still quite a bit of the, you know, people aren't, there's no conspiracies. People aren't, you know, uh, people aren't doing things behind your back. Like you're, you're being crazy, paranoid, not, not, and, um, to, to a big extent there, there is, but to not be open-minded to things that you don't quickly know anything about, you know, I mean, it's surprising the things that we don't really know much about and yet we can make judgments, um, upon them very quickly based on people that have done those judgments that we admire or whatever, even though we haven't actually thought it through ourselves. Uh, and so a lot more things become possible if you just have an open, I mean, sometimes some things are like 90% sure and some things are like 50% sure of, you know, some things are, are more, um, questionable than others. And so I am not very open to many conspiracies that, uh, well, no, that's not true. I am open to conspiracies as long as, uh, there's no thing that I thought out clearly to myself that I believe that it's not, not true or that I know pretty much know that it's not true. And, uh, so, so long, long story short, um, there, I, I just believe there look at history like meteors have hit the earth or whatever whatever it was that that killed the dinosaurs asteroid or and um you know there's a whole class of things like like meteorite meteor there's all like you should look it up because it's actually kind of interesting maybe not everyone knows i should look it up but like there's a whole class of of rocks in the sky that you call asteroid meteor meteorite uh, and there's a few more and they all have specific meaning. Um, so, like, that's happened. Uh, there is, you know, we're, we're, like, getting close to climate change. Um, there's terrorism. There's th- a thing called nuclear weapons. It's actually, the funny enough, the thing that's keeping the peace. But yet, you know, there is always a chance that they m- one might be sent off, you know, one day. You never know. I mean... Um, security is, we, we really feel like there's great security all the time, but I mean, and, and it's like, a, you know, I'm not saying these are all 
100% chances, but there's enough of these things out there that, you know, you should never really feel so sure that you're going to have it as good today as you're going to have it tomorrow. Um, and so I think that that's kind of the yin-yang of things, is that everything is at the brink of of evolution and disaster at the same time things have died out there i mean not everything is forever you know and the people might die out. i mean eventually our son's gonna die but i think maybe something will happen before that and something might happen before we are protected from it you never know and with climate change we might see some sort of you know like instability you know what if we couldn't control the instability that might happen if uh farming you know started getting very scarce and and we couldn't spread the water around enough and so like our our you know poor countries are going to run out of food and they're going to start trying to go into the the countries that are in more of a northern climate and eventually you know the sort of mass hysteria that would cause i mean who knows what might happen in something like that and we're just held together by this this um, nice little stability time. But, I mean, people are still alive that have been in World War II. World War II could have brought mm, a lot more things back in time uh, than, than anything else. Luckily, that got resolved. But, I mean, that could have been a lot worse. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying there's a good and evil going on and the, the fact that we could be in disaster is, is crazy. And, and the fact that we are so powerful as individuals, as far as the technology has helped our lives, I don't disagree that technology has helped our lives, but it still makes it so that everyone is a little bit more powerful or a lot more powerful nowadays. You have a much bigger voice um, if, if you have the ability to have an audience or whatever. They're all out there and it's, it's ready to go. And, uh, and people can be very influential on, um, on an individual basis. Uh, very quickly, you know, like they have the capabilities that, that you know, were not there before. Um, there's a lot of, uh, new abilities that we have or our eases of life that are, can be used for good and can be used for bad. So I don't know. It's just, um, just because technology has improved our lives does not mean that we are not in some sort of, well, I mean, it's a, probably a universal thing, a universal truth, but, uh, we're not in some court of sort of, uh, you know, we're out of any path of possible disaster that might happen. Could happen tomorrow, could happen in a hundred years, could happen in a thousand, could happen a hundred thousand, but it just, it's just every day there's the possibility. And the possibility, we should never feel like we have enough grip on this understanding of this universe and world that we think we're above knowing the probability of whether the earth will still be here tomorrow. That makes sense. We, we, uh, <laughs> we shouldn't, shouldn't, um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying don't feel safe or anything. I mean, I, I'm just saying just, just 
be comfortable with the fact that the world might end tomorrow. And it's okay. Whatever happens, you know, it probably won't. But there's also, just be like, like it's wise enough to know that it's, this is, everything is temporary. All right, enough of that. So the other, the other thing I wanted to mention was the relationship uh, thing. Oh, well, I called it relationship, but it's really just uh, Dan asking out a guy or a girl. And, um, and I, I tried to give some advice, but I guess it came off, uh, you know, aggressive or something. I didn't mean to be that way. I, I wanted to, um, uh, what did I want it? I, all I wanted to do was just stave off like, um, you know, neurotic, like, um, second guessing. If there was no second guessing there and if it was just like, I'm just nervous, that's different. Nervous is different than like reading into someone's sentence that they said and thinking, I'm going to meet you after, want to meet after the party. Like, is if it, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this, you know, I just think yes is yes and no is no. And that's all, that's all I was trying to say. And if that sounded like aggressive or something, maybe, maybe it was just like, maybe I, I was coming off too much like, um, I got the answer here. What's what's the deal, buddy? Just go for it, you know? Like like and not being sensitive to the fact that it's not easy to do that. I just I just meant to say that, you know, if there's anything that's going to stop you, don't let it be neurotic stuff. You know, let it be the real thing, you know. If you got got a if you got an opening, you got an opening. And so so, you know, then it's just all about, yeah, if you have the guts to do it, you know, which is tough. But it's not about what she says. It's about it's about work trying. You know, you never know. You you could always surprise someone. No matter what first impression, you might be paranoid. And if you're still in the game, you're still in the game. You can always crawl back. So I guess I guess all I say is just get in there, get in there, champ. Uh, and and a completely just just um. That's all I'm saying. I hope that doesn't seem like that's making, hopefully making you feel bad or, or coming down on it or whatever. I don't, I don't even know. I just feel like that, that, that sounds like good advice to me. All right. So, um, uh, okay. All right. The last thing I got here is, um, uh, that podcasts are a hard sell um, in a few ways. One is the technology. I don't know why the technology is is foreign and kind of scary, but it is. It's foreign and scary. It hasn't become Facebook level. So, so at least we can say that podcasts are definitely not. You can't you can't worry too much about people hearing them, but something might come soon enough that will will send it over the to Facebook levels, but either way, podcasts are still not quite there. And so there's the sell and I trying to sell some people on this and especially people like, um, of the older persuasion, it's just almost impossible to even get them to see why it makes any sense. Like, you know, it's like, well, it's radio. You can play at any time and you can play anything you want, you know, like, like, um, like my, that's my, you know, like Netflix or something like Netflix is something that people have been able to pick up pretty easily. And, uh, so, so the fact that it's radio, I think has something to do with it. I'm not sure, but, uh, 
it's um uh, uh, probably maybe because I mean they probably make it's watching TV makes sense but you know what when TV TiVo first came out I wasn't gonna get that shit because I I didn't really get it you know or I didn't get the how how great it might be but um but either way maybe that's kind of what this is too it's just too too like hard of a sell you know people you say that you could have radio and they're like well I mean I have any station I want I could hear any music I want. And I'm like, well, have you ever really experienced a good radio show, you know, like on NPR or something? And, uh, you know, wouldn't you want to just have be able to play it and not have to be there exactly when it's on? And uh, and they, it's just it's by that point, it's long winded and uh, they're not into it, you know. And then also they see something called subscribe on iTunes and that makes them feel funny. Even though it's free, they feel like they're getting sucked into something. I mean, it, it really is crazy how many ways that this there's angles that these podcasts are kind of unfriendly to to older people um or non-technical people um and to make a podcast i think is that too but then again it's kind of like um being a musician anyone that knows anything about rock and roll will try to get a band together and everything but you know anyone and anyone that knows how to make a podcast nowadays seems to be making a podcast at least in the the celebrity but but also i mean there's so many podcasts out there the fact that we got our own there's got to be stuff like this popping up all over the place you know just people having their own personal podcasts so it's cool it's kind of you know it's it's got that that element to it, and that's probably why this has become so much more welcoming than Facebook. But um, uh, I don't even know if I want it. I mean, it it, it is accessible pr- pretty well, like like. But I uh, um, I unless there's something new that's going to go on with podcast distribution in some way, it's just not. Um, gonna be a good sell to to the major public, and that that's a good thing, I think, for now. But pretty soon, podcasts are gonna become Facebook, and you better not put anything public public on your podcast that you don't want people to hear. So, um, anyways, I guess I guess that's it for today, my fellow friends. <laughs> can't wait to hear from scott and chris um i'm appreciative for dan keeping it up but i i can't wait to hear scott and chris again hear their sweet voices um i getting back in the swing of things of being creative and and how i'm getting some studio time here and it's fun got a lot to look forward to I love you guys.